Hi guys, Lonre and Lisa here. We just wanted to hop in before the show to tell you how much we appreciate your support. It means so much to us. And we'd love to ask you for a small favor. If you could subscribe to our show, rate us, and write a written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods, we would be forever grateful. And if you know someone who'd enjoy listening, please tell them about it. And of course, follow the Hippocratic hosts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to keep up with all the latest news. Thanks, everyone. You're the best. Now on with the show. Modern life. Between careers, kids, and health, it can be mayhem. That's why we're here. I'm Dr. Lisa Varghese-Kroll. And I'm Dr. Lonre Falusi. We're physicians, moms, and longtime friends who break it all down for you. Wondering how to juggle all the balls and still stay sane? Looking for advice but don't want to be overwhelmed? Curious about how to make the most out of life for your family but enjoy it at the same time? You're in the right place. Welcome to Health and Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. On our first episode of the new year, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. Did you have a few too many treats over the holidays? Are you looking to finally make some of those positive changes you've been putting off? We're here to join you in your fresh start. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lon. <laughs> Happy 2021. Can you, can you believe 2020 is over? Well, is it really? <laughs> I mean, it, it still hasn't totally sunk in. Like when a calendar year lasts a full decade, it's right. kind of hard to believe that it's actually reached its end. Finally reached the end. Yeah, I know. Right. And, you know, the craziness, I don't know about you, but it didn't stop many of us, including myself, from overindulging over the holidays. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> <Me too. laughs> right. And, and maybe even led to many of us overindulging the whole year. We can't really just blame the holidays. <laughs> Yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> I mean, it was a global pandemic, right? We're still in a global pandemic. Exactly. That, that's our excuse. Exactly. But, you know, there there really is something about January 1st. Even if you never keep or make New Year's resolutions, it's hard to deny that a new year after the holidays are over can really make you feel like positive changes are possible. Right. So if that's you, we've got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, New Year's resolutions can be attractive precisely because January 1st comes directly after the holiday season in North America. And often we may feel that we actually need to recover from the holidays. Like, how many of us have said we need a vacation from our vacation? Oh, my gosh. Every time. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> the holidays, they can mean overeating in terms of just eating more because we have the time or overeating in terms of eating richer foods we don't tend to eat at other times of year. Hello, eggnog and Christmas cookies. <laughs> <laughs> for some, the holidays can be a trigger for excessive alcohol consumption. The holidays can also mean less exercise because we're taken out of our regular routine and we have other things in our schedule like parties or family get-togethers to attend. And then during the holidays, we often change our sleep patterns. Staying up late to watch Hallmark movies mm -hmm. or go to midnight church services means we might have a sleep debt when we return to regular life. Right. And for some people, the holiday season may mean emotional distress. You know, you may have some toxic family patterns or grief over lost loved ones these days, especially, or isolation if family isn't part of your plan. Um, there could also be a financial hangover if you're in the habit of spending beyond your means, you know, to buy Christmas presents or to splurge on decorations or fancy trips. 
And of course, speaking of trips, you know, travel was severely curtailed this year, as it should be um, with COVID-19. But in any other year, jet lag and missed flights and living off fast food on the road can all lead to holiday stress. So the combination of all these factors is what leads people to make New Year's resolutions. And what's crazy is research shows that 50% of people make New Year's resolutions, but 80% of those have abandoned them by the second week of February. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's kind of depressing. (laughs) But there are ingredients that lead to success, which you can harness to increase your chances of victory. Yeah. So first, we would say start small. So instead of saying, I'm going to lose 100 pounds, you know, say, I'm going to walk for half an hour, four days a week. Focusing on an endpoint that may take months or years to achieve can just lead to frustration and even burnout. But focusing on an action that you yourself can take, like a small action, that gives you a sense of control and achievement when you actually reach that little goal. So true. And as we've said in other episodes, we believe in changing habits by taking incremental steps over time. So break up your goal into concrete, achievable pieces instead of making a resolution that's kind of vague or lofty, like instead of saying, this is the year I'm finally going to get healthy. I mean, what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Instead of that, say, I'm going to go to the gym every day, go meatless two days a week and eat out no more than once a week or whatever fits into your lifestyle. Yeah. And then also look for accountability. So announce your goal on social media or to trusted friends or family. And then having them check in once in a while can be a great motivator. You know, when that rainy day inevitably comes and you'd much rather stay in your warm bed than get up and go out for a run. But then you get that text from your friend that's like, how was your run? You know, you can't really just like lie to them, right? So those things can be motivating um, and helps, you know, keep you accountable to yourself. Absolutely. And look for support. With the internet, support groups for any goal are just a click away. And having people aiming for the same objective as you can be a huge help when you're feeling discouraged, and you can provide that same benefit to them. And if you can find people in real life with the same goal, even better. It's usually more fun to train for a marathon with a friend than by Mm -hmm. yourself. Definitely. All right, so let's talk about some positive life changes um, and some suggestions on how to approach some of those more common resolutions. So first, losing weight, right? That is definitely one of the Mm -hmm. most common, if not the most common, New Year's resolutions that people make. So if losing weight is appropriate for you and you've run it by your doctor, making healthy decisions on a regular basis is your best chance for success. So, for example, cutting out soda or alcohol, foregoing or substituting desserts, monitoring your portion sizes, choosing produce over processed foods. You know, these are all strategies that you can use long term. And our episode 20 on fruits and vegetables has even more tips that you might find helpful. And of course, if you have kids, you know, it's always with everything, right? It's important for us as adults to model really well for them. So that means not labeling foods as inherently good or bad, um, but, you know, recognizing that some foods may be more healthy than others. Um, Avoiding dieting, you know, extreme dieting or restrictive calorie counting. Definitely no body criticism with kids, right? We want to set those good examples of, um, of really 
accepting your body and and not Mm -hmm. having them be so self-critical at an early age. And then, of course, talking about how your goals are to be healthy and to have a strong body, not just to weigh a certain amount. Absolutely. And going hand in hand with this resolution is the next one on the list, which is to exercise more. Another very popular one. There's a reason gym memberships often have a New Year's special. It's because so many people can be convinced to sign up in January, go a few times, and then never go back. (laughs) So don't give your money away. If your resolution is to exercise more, make a specific plan that will fit into your life. Is getting to the gym hard for you because you have young kids? Many gyms offer childcare. Alternatively, maybe you can find a treadmill on Craigslist and exercise at home while your kids are napping or before they wake up in the morning. Or do you hate being stuck inside? Maybe there's a walking trail near your office so you can get your steps in at lunch. Do you need the accountability or expertise of a trainer? Maybe it's worth saving up for a few sessions. Think through what the obstacles are for you so that you can be specific and creative with solutions and therefore much more likely to still be exercising come next New Year's. Right. I love that. And in one of our earlier episodes, too, we talked about, you know, how to reduce some of those barriers. So if that rainy day comes and you are warm in your bed, um, one of the things that we suggested was um, actually to go to bed in your workout clothes so that really all you have to do is roll out of bed and put your shoes on and go. Um, so thinking about, you know, what might work for your schedule and as, as you said, just Lisa, you know, being creative about the solutions will make it much more likely that they'll be successful. So that's, you know, healthy eating and exercise. Another popular New Year's resolution is cutting back on screen time. So if you find yourself idly scrolling through your phone whenever you have a spare moment, you know, consider putting a screen time limit on your devices. Or think of another habit that you can replace that doom scrolling with. You know, <laughs> that might be something that's healthy, like jumping jacks or knitting or picking up a book or even calling a friend instead of texting them. You know, something that kind of gets you off of staring at the screen itself. Um, In our episode four on kids and technology and episode 15 on sleep, both have additional tips that you can use to achieve this goal. Yes. And making more time for family or friends might be your New Year's resolution. And this is where you may need to sit down with your schedule and make some serious decisions. Maybe you have to give up a project at work or a volunteer position you hold or a TV habit that gives you some me time in order to create the extra time to give your loved ones. On a more long-term note, the great thing about the month of January is that all the months of the year are stretching before you. So take the time now to block out chunks of time in your calendar for the year. Maybe a weekend trip away with your spouse in July, a Friday afternoon for a mother-daughter date, a week to travel to a family reunion, Obviously, these look a little different during the time of COVID, Mm -hmm. but writing those commitments down in black and white, and better yet, putting money down on deposits can be powerful motivators to help you keep your word. Mm -hmm. And somewhat related to this resolution is another common one, to repair a fractured relationship. Mm. So, right. So maybe (laughs) it's with an old friend or maybe it's with a close family member. You know, think about what you want to accomplish in repairing that relationship, keeping in mind that, you know, the only person whose actions you can control is, of course, yourself. Word. Um, Right. And, you know, do you want to apologize for something? Or maybe you need to say your piece about something that happened in the past. 
Or do you just want to reach out and rekindle a friendship? You know, decide what you want to say and what the best way is to say it. Email or phone or in person if that's possible. Consider even rehearsing with someone that you trust if you feel the need to, especially if you're kind of anxious about, you know, about that conversation. Mm -hmm. And then deliver your message, you know, and no matter what happens, when next year rolls around, you can at least feel good having done your part to check this resolution off your list. And you might even have a restored relationship in your life to boot. Right. That's so motivating, you know, whether you have one or both. Right. Exactly. Um, You tried. Yeah. But maybe your New Year's resolution is more in the professional realm. Maybe you want to find a new job or go back to school. If that's the case, making a plan is the key to making it happen. So what specifically do you need to do in order to be sitting in that new office or degree program by next year this time? Do you need to polish your resume, reach out to your contacts, send out five applications? Do you need to consult with a career counselor, take a prerequisite class, or apply for financial aid? Make a list of what you need to get done and then assign deadlines to yourself for each task and celebrate when you achieve each one. Yeah, that setting deadlines, I think, for me is so key. Because it is easy, yeah, just look at the whole long list of things and (laughs) you're like, oh, I got plenty of time to get all this stuff done. But unless you set deadlines for yourself, it can just sit there, you know, forever. Right. And it that too is is a little bit of motivation, like when you can check off one small Mm -hmm. chunk of the task. You know, it can help you have the the motor, the gas to keep going. Right, right, right. You feel like you're successful in like one piece of it at least. Right. And you know, another surprisingly common New Year's resolution is to move. That's so surprising to me, isn't it? I had no idea so many people wanted to do that. Right, right. It's like New Year, New You, New House. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and maybe there's a dream location you've always wanted to live in. Maybe it's where your family is or where you grew up or a new location that's better for your career or maybe just, you know, wanting to live in the French Riviera. Yes. D. That's me. (laughs) Yes. All of that. Yes. Especially the last one. Um, You know, make a pro and con list, maybe comparing locations. Um, If it would be truly better overall for you to be there than where you are now, then now is the time to make it happen. So if there's one thing that COVID has taught us, it's that life is short and Amen. tomorrow is not guaranteed. Moving is really complex, you know, especially if you have to find new jobs and schools for family members and all of that. So, you know, get started now. You know, is the first step finding a job in the new place? Start applying. Can you work remotely, but you need to find a home and start looking for that? You know, every week you delay is one fewer week, one fewer day you'll have in your forever locale. Absolutely. And, you know, perhaps your New Year's resolution is to take up a new hobby or volunteer position. Here, in the immortal words of Nike, just do it. (laughs) Block out the time in your schedule, sign yourself up, and put down any deposits necessary. All these things will make it a little harder to quit. And tell yourself you're going to commit to a short period, maybe four or eight weeks, not a whole year, and you'll then reassess. Once it becomes a habit, especially if you find that it fills your tank, Mm -hmm. it may become one of the most important parts of your life. But before you get to that point, inspire yourself by keeping materials for your hobby in easy reach or pictures of the cause you're helping nearby for those times when you're tempted to skip it in favor of something else that needs to get done. 
helpful hint. There's always something else that needs to get done. Mm, so true. <laughs> this is the story of our lives, right, Lon? 100%. So making your new hobby or volunteer position a priority is the only way you'll stick with it. Yeah, and if for many people, their New Year's resolution is to save more money. And we're all for that. You know, financial stress is directly related to poor health. And it can be toxic, you know, to a marriage or parenting relationships as well. And in this case, again, start immediately, right? So every day that you don't save means more dollars down the tubes. The nice thing is there is a lot of free financial advice online, you know, but maybe you want to hire a financial advisor and maybe you want to take a course on financial health. And maybe it's as simple as, you know what, you want to save 50 bucks a month. Whatever it is, make a plan and take that first step. So sign up for that course, set up a recurring transfer from your bank account and don't let yourself touch it. You know, we find that that is a really great way to save up without really even thinking about it. Um, cancel those subscriptions. Like how many subscriptions, how many streaming services do we all have? And sometimes I even forget <laughs> like that we even have some, right? There aren't so, enough hours to watch all that stuff, right? Let's be right? Real. So just cancel the ones that you don't use, you know, switch from brand name products to generic. Accountability here can also be really helpful, whether it's from a spouse or a trusted friend or an outside advisor, you know, if you've made that resolution to save money, sticking to it will benefit your family the most. And, of course, there's quitting smoking, the mm-hmm. famous quitting smoking. Now, obviously, if you smoke, we think quitting is possibly the best New Year's resolution you can make. But it might not be smoking. Maybe you want to quit drinking or gambling or online gaming. If you truly have an addiction, then making a resolution to break that addiction is the first and most important step. Seek the help of your doctor and other experts in order to craft your plan. Many people find that replacing the addictive habit or substance with something benign helps in the early stages, like replacing cigarettes with chewing gum. Um, Joining support groups like Alcoholics Anonymous can be a crucial part of recovery. And celebrate the small victories along the way and congratulate yourself. Uh, And if you fall off the wagon, don't beat yourself up. Mm. Just get back on it. Every path to recovery has bumps. So don't let one bump derail your entire plan for freedom. Yeah, I, I love that. So, and again, it's like one step at a time. Absolutely. You know, just and giving yourself grace no matter what your resolution is. Yeah, is the key to surviving all of this and, and being around next year to do more. Right, right. <laughs> now, you know, I have to admit that I personally have never really made New Year's resolutions. If there's something I want to change, I don't really want to wait all the way till the mm-hmm. next January. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to make resolutions, um, but the last several years I've stopped for the same reason that it's it, it, there's a lot of pressure that you put on yourself <laughs> when you make it like your, you know, capital New Year's resolution. Right. right. Um, I do try to set goals throughout the year, but I, I'm, I'm with you, you know, that it, it's sometimes that actually sitting down and making a resolution isn't what I do every January. Mm-hmm. So and if that's you, that's OK. Um, but coming out of the holiday season into a new year may still have you at least thinking about, you know, your wellness. And that's something that we can all benefit from. You know, wellness encompasses many aspects of health in, in addition to physical health. You know, it's also your intellectual, emotional, spiritual, social, environmental, and financial, and even professional health. It's all wrapped into your wellness. So we'll link in the show notes to a version of the wellness wheel, 
which is a useful way to visualize this concept. So maybe instead of New Year's resolutions, you'd like to improve your wellness overall. And we want to give you a tool to be able to do that. So if that's you, this wheel can be a helpful place to start. So make a list of each component of wellness, and then think about what you'd like to change in each area and list some concrete things that you can do to achieve those changes. And hey, maybe you don't need to make changes in every area. Maybe you've reached the pinnacle of intellectual wellness and there is no higher you can go. <laughs> Great. I envy you. It's my life. Yeah, yeah. Scratch. <laughs> you can help the rest of us. Just scratch that area off your list and focus on the other six. So to give an example, for social health, maybe you'd like to improve your social network. And one way you can do that is by joining a club. Don't put too much on your plate. Just list one or two tangible tasks for each wellness area that you'd like to tackle. Otherwise, it becomes too much. And assign a realistic deadline to each one. Maybe they won't all get done in a year. But these aren't New Year's resolutions, right? So that's okay. (laughs) But if you keep these in your online calendar or on your wall or somewhere where they'll remain on your mind, you'll have a much better chance of improving your wellness in incremental steps that ultimately add up to a sum much bigger than its parts. Mm, So true. So true. And of course, there are some goals that are unique to 2021 as the world hopefully starts to recover from COVID. Um, You know, so we can't talk about New Year's resolutions and wellness and pretend that this year that just ended was just another year. (laughs) Right. right? We've truly been through something together as a human race through this pandemic. And it's not even over yet. Right. So we're still losing precious human lives. And our frontline workers are still making intolerable sacrifices. But with the COVID vaccine already available to some people, you know, collectively, I think we're starting to picture life after COVID. <sighs> so I know, right? It's just so <laughs> such a blessing to be able to say that. Um, so what kinds of things will we do differently then? Well, one thing many of us may have realized is that our financial safety net was not what it should have been. For those who are lucky enough to recover, better financial preparation may be a new goal. Now that we know how quickly something as tiny as a virus can decimate the economy, Mm -hmm. employment rates, and personal assets, building up a few months' worth of living expenses in a savings account might need to be a top priority in a way that it wasn't before COVID. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on a different note, before COVID, most of us probably didn't realize how quickly we could be isolated from our loved right. ones. Right. Right. There are friends that I saw in February 2020, and I'm sure everyone has stories like this, uh-huh. but friends who I never dreamed I wouldn't see again for over a year. I know, me too. You know, and we had our um, our second child's one-year-old birthday party in, you know, early 2020 and had people over in our house. And that was the last I time <laughs> that we've had people <laughs> over. And it's, that's just insane to me. I know. And saying, you know, we never would have predicted that. Um, But, you know, when we do see each other again, uh, maybe we'll be more likely to tell people what they mean to us. You know, maybe we'll be more likely to make the effort to spend time with people. And for the loved ones who are far away and with whom we started our (laughs) Zoom traditions, you know, maybe we'll keep those up and actually try to maintain our connections even after the pandemic is over. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm -hmm. I, I really hope that is something we take away. Yeah, yeah. Some finding some good, some maybe new connections or rekindled connections that we continue in this virtual world may, you know, might not be such a bad thing. Agreed. And another goal for many of us in 2021 is political involvement. 
Never in our lifetimes has it been so clear how large a role government plays in a crisis. Mm -hmm. Now that we know how swiftly a crisis can strike, we know that a crisis can strike again. So what do we expect of our leadership when, not if, that happens? How do we want them to respond? Where do we want our tax dollars to be spent? How do we want citizens to be treated? So donating our time, money, platforms, and of course our votes will be crucial to the political process in a world that's recovering from COVID. Hear, hear. Yeah, and if there's a, one lesson we learned from that, it's that every vote counts. It does matter, you know, where you spend your time and your money and, you know, and where you put your vote, because it, it really does make a difference. For sure. And that brings us to the Physician Mom Hack of the Week. Sometimes New Year's resolutions take more than a year to accomplish. And say it with us, that's that's okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) And since that's the case, being able to see several years resolutions at once can be surprisingly motivating and a great way to encourage yourself when you do accomplish a goal that you set a couple of years or more back. So our hack is to write down your resolution or resolutions at the start of each year in the same place. Now, there are several ways to do this. You can post them online on a personal blog. You can use a notes app on your phone that you can share with friends or family if you want to cheer each other on. Or you can just use a notebook that you keep at home. Just pick something that lets you see multiple years goals in one place and that's easy to access on a regular basis. Assign one page per year and then refer to it every week or month to help remind yourself to stay on track. When you accomplish something, make it a point to celebrate. (laughs) Sometimes when we reach a goal, we forget that it seemed like an unreachable pipe dream years ago. So remember who you were when you made that goal way back when and pat yourself on the back when you achieve it, no matter how far in the future it is. So that's our show. Thanks for joining us. Um, We'd love for you to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, And we'd really love if you subscribe to the podcast and then also review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Health at Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. Remember that all views expressed here are our own, not our employers. And all content is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice nor the establishment of a doctor-patient relationship. Always consult your own physician or healthcare team for any medical issues. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us, subscribe, and tell a friend. And check out our website at www.hippocratichosts.com for show notes on this and all our episodes. Can't wait to chat with you next time.